Wow. Wow. Wow, this is this is some really deep stuff. I don't know what just happened, but something happened inside of me. Something snapped, something shaked. I wasn't expecting that either. Ah, uh, sorry. It's okay. It's all right. It's beautiful. <laughs> Monster is like really small, but it had to become that to stop me. And then the hurt child became present when you mentioned it. And I didn't realize this until now. There were things that I didn't remember yeah. until now. It's funny, I haven't seen that before. It feels like I'm the monster. I'm kind of seeing images of things. Of a, of a world where they can exist. This clarity brings all kinds of answers. It's clear. She like hugged me and then went back to her place, I guess, in my heart. Oh, it wants to come out. <laughs> it wants the bippity boppity boop Cinderella me. Like, <laughs> she's like melted into like my chest. It's like ooey gooey. Y'all, we've been finishing things, cleaning up more, started eating vegetables again last week. <laughs> and it kind of just started happening. It's almost like I just finished going through a meditation session. I feel light. Like, you know, when you. When you hit that first joint, like in the morning, and you... I actually feel a lot more um, awake. Tell me about, talk about any event or anything that's been up for you lately, any extreme emotions you've been experiencing. Um... mostly just been distracting numbing mm -hmm. so not um, about a week or so ago I had a, a day where I was just um, crying and sobbing and, and hoped that I'd once I got past that maybe things would shift and change and I'd come out of just numbing, but I went back to it, just distracting and numbing. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm not sure exactly what part or parts mm -hmm. are... there other than it's younger parts that are scared, confused, mm -hmm. um, wanting to give up. Okay. Um, would it make sense to start with the distracting and numbing part and just learning about um, more about its job. I mean, I'm guessing you have some some pretty good insight into it already, but if that's kind of the 
the main thing that's coming up. It might be good to see what else we can learn about that. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't know what to say about it other than that's It's fine. We'll just we'll just look into it. You know, that's all right with you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, where in or around your body does that sensation feel like it comes from? What does it feel like when you're in that numbing and distracting place? It's been my heart mostly that I've noticed any anything in my body mm -hmm. the last month, month and a half. Okay. And when the when you focus on that uh, sensation, how do you feel towards it? That's where the scared comes in because it doesn't seem like it's ever going to change. Yeah. Okay. Would you say that the that the numbing part tries to take you away from that feeling? Like that's the feeling that you don't want to have is that kind of whatever pain or sensation in the heart. Just trying to get a map of it. Yeah, I'd say that's the... That's the avoidance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just, just not feel anything. Yeah. So I'm wondering if you can focus on that, on that avoidance part, the one that doesn't want to feel anything, or doesn't want you to feel anything, and just see what we can learn from it. See if you can ask it what it wants you to know.
I'm not getting anything. Okay. Well, I apologize because I think I might have skipped a step or two. Um, you mentioned a part that's scared um, that this won't change. Mm -hmm. And so I think we do have, you know, multiple parts in the room here. We have the the part that wants to distract. We have the part that um, the part that feels that feeling in the heart. And then maybe another part that's worried that this is hopeless or um, yeah, that it won't ever change. Mm -hmm. So the reason I was kind of suggesting we look at the numbing part first is because it, I was assuming it would be kind of, uh, maybe the least vulnerable and, and it's the most active, you know, it's in your face numbing, um, to start with. So wondering if that's right with you, if you, if you could ask those other parts, they'll just step back a little bit in this conversation. Parts that's, the part that's afraid and the part that has that feeling in the heart, let them know that we'll get to them and you and you can get to them. But right now we just want to, we can just do one at a time. Just see how they react to that. Okay. I'm struggling to feel connection to any of the parts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I commend you for, for trying. I know it sounds like it's challenging to, yeah, to connect with them. You know, you can just you can just tell me whatever's whatever you're feeling. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of following my checklist here, but that might not make sense in this situation. So, um, if you want to just talk about that uh, that fear of it not ever changing or, or anything, you can just go with it. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's uh it's definitely has I can talk, I guess, a little bit about how I feel like I got to this place. I feel like I, I, trusted others and, and that didn't, that didn't end well. It turned out that I couldn't trust others and mm -hmm. that's just reinforced old abandonment stuff and um i started to shut down and was unable to do what i did to make a living and now i'm staring at the face of i don't know what to do because i don't feel like i can do anything to make a living because it was a it was a bet yeah to do what i did in the first place and that didn't work okay And that's led to the shutting down and feeling like I can't, like I don't have control to do anything, to take a step to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember we've talked about that, the trust, trusting your people around you. And um, remember that came up with us conversation before. Mm -hmm. and I don't have the trust in myself right right yeah so what is it what's it like what's the shutting down like I mean that might sound dumb but when you're Yeah, can you just describe like what what that's like for you? Um, just using whatever's the the easiest to use, you know, whether it's just flipping through television channels mindlessly to distract. Mm -hmm. So it's mostly distraction. Um, and then avoid people I'll avoid I won't reach out to people I won't I start to get uh, where I won't even leave my house um, I have a hard time even looking my my older teenage kids who are still at home with me I We'll start to avoid shut down and just stay in one room and then um, I notice that I have tr trouble even looking at them or looking them in the eye. I don't want them to see how how hurt I am or how shut down I am. I don't want them to, to yeah. see that I'm not okay. I, I want them to have somebody in their life that's solid and so I'll shut down and I can't 
I've thankfully had some conversations with them in the last couple weeks, started to. It's been really hard. Okay. Yeah. So an avoidant part, a distracted part. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still... I'm still feeling like I sh I'm suggesting that we try to get to know that part. And so I guess I'll just kind of ask again if there's, if there's any sensation in or around the body that seems to correlate with that um, shutting down feeling. I could say that when I, if I, if I attempt to try to think about, and this is the terrible time of year, last year was, was terrible. The worst it's ever been around tax season. It's terrible because mm. any time dealing with financial stuff or budget stuff or taxes, is really difficult. I just shut down. Yeah. And so when I try to look at those things, I'll start to notice I just, I'll, I'll start to pace. I'll pace through the house, just using movement, trying to calm down. I'll start to pretty much do it I, I like stimming, like just shaking my hands and trying to release the anxiety that comes up even thinking about the and it's it's that again again identify that there's fear and there's mm -hmm. anxiety there's afraid to do anything because it's just not going to turn out right i'm going to make it worse i'm going to have to trust somebody and i can't trust anybody i can't afford to, to pay anybody to help i can't all the it's it's same records that have played for years and years and years yeah okay and when that record gets playing and you hear those messages and you have those sensations how do you feel towards that ashamed okay I don't want to be that way. Right. But that seems to be the reality that I live with. Yeah. And everything you're saying makes sense to me. I just want you to know that that having those feelings and then having you know those feel the feelings of like gonna screw something up, always screwing something up, and then having that that outlook towards it of like shame and and feeling like it's just never ending i mean i i can identify with that and that um makes sense to me you know makes sense that those feelings would come up 
or do come up. And in that kind of order, that sequence of that constellation. Can you ask the part that's ashamed about it? It will give you space so that you can get to know the numbing part. If it will agree to just a few minutes of maybe kind of going out of the room so that you can see the numbing part and, and get to know it kind of one-on-one. -on -one. That brought up a lot of sadness. Yeah, you want to say more about that? I, I tried to see if I could connect with or identify the part that was shamed mm -hmm. that to ask if it would kind of leave the room and let, let me talk to the part that's doing the numbing and it, I just started to tear up, started to get yeah. really sad. Yeah. Sounds like it's it's a really strong presence right now. And we can help that. We can help that shame. I, you know, I'm an amateur at this, but my concern with helping it or going to it immediately is that there are protectors around it, such as the numbing part. And um, we just need to have their permission and we really need to understand them and what they're up to and why um, before we would try to dive into that. Yeah. Which isn't a, you know, it's not a hard and fast rule, but it's, it's why I keep kind of trying to go around that or, or talk to protectors first. <clears throat> but maybe, you know, you could ask this numbing part what it would think about um, 
about it stepping out and about you trying to work with the shame part. Or if any other parts have any other concerns about doing that kind of work. Seems I have just I continue to have a hard time connecting to any of the parts. Yeah, I'm just kind of stewing in the place of for lack of a better description, just wanting to give up because it doesn't feel like there's another way to get past it, a way around it. It just is. Okay. Well, maybe I could talk to that part that just wants to give up. What would you think about that? feeling is that we can try, but I don't know if it's going to do anything. Okay. Yeah, I don't either. So I appreciate that. I appreciate parts that are looking out for that. We we don't want to waste anybody's time. And I appreciate your willingness to give it a shot. So, yeah, the part that just wants to give up. What do you want? What do you want me to know? What do you want to say about that role that you have or your position right now? And that feeling of just giving up. I'm in a place where if I can't change out of this space, that it'll giving up won't be an option. It's just going to happen. I'll lose mm. my house. I won't be able to pay for food, take care of my kids that are still at home. That'll just all change whether I won't have a choice. Yeah. Sounds really scary. Right? To lose all of that.
And it makes sense to me that you have a lot on the line and that you're the way you feel is directly relates to the health of your family and the health of your finances and everything. Yeah. What else are you worried about? What else are you afraid will happen if, if you don't um, react in this way or show up in this way? Uh, that's that's some gets into some of the fear and uncertainty. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And can you see what you would need, or can you can you think of any things that you would need in order to trust, uh, to trust Will, to trust? that there's a way out and that it can, that it, that there's a light at the end of that tunnel or that moving forward could be, could be positive. What would you need to see to trust that? I thought about this a couple of days ago and was able to get to kind of an understanding that I don't, the same thing that I want to be able to be for my kids, I don't have. And I don't have this support system or a person or people that I go to that I can trust that, that I can feel it's going to be okay. And that the realization is there that I've really never had that. So I don't know what it even. I've been trying to fake that as much as possible for as long as possible. Yeah. I mean, I just want to. That's, that's sad, you know? I mean, I sometimes feel like that, and I know a lot of people feel like that, and that's, it's it's a very real thing, and it's, it's, it's really hard. And I don't have a, you know, I don't have a, a wand to, to wave to give you a community. My only approach um, would be to learn or to build the relationship within the system, within the parts that are beating you up, within the parts that are pushing you around to 
so that you're not having to fake the support. But that you're actually able to trust in self. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever really had that. It's always been associated with what I do or right. how I make money or if I can be of service to somebody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big shift. Um, my approach is to is to try to find that self energy because if we look for it, I know that there's a glimmer in there. I've seen it before in in Will, and so if again, if this if this part if, if it can pull back a little bit, if it can soften if it can just decrease the intensity, then the self is able to kind of see above the turbulence of the different parts and start helping them and helping you find, uh, find some, some safe harbor. I would like that very much. Yeah. So, yeah, what I'm asking is for this part to just unblend a little, just pull back so that the self can emerge. And there might be other parts that need to pull back too. But that's that's the way that they'll get help, even though it feels like probably that they can't trust this self. That's that's the way forward that I know of. Yeah, I want that. It doesn't seem doesn't seem accessible or possible. Yeah. I know that place exists where I can feel connected to the self and feel as at least as some small sense of self confidence, but I haven't been there in a long time. Yeah. Okay. 
Maybe we can try a little exercise where you see this part from a distance. You see it in a in a room in a house and you're outside the house. And because this because this part keeps this part is uh, so blended or it's so yeah, it's taking a lot of control. Um, it's just a technique to kind of maybe get some distance is to try to put this part on the other side of the of a window. See if you can see it from that perspective, that shame. Be able to do that? Uh, not very well, I don't think. I'm, I'm trying to. Trying. <laughs> I really appreciate you. I really admire your uh, tenacity here. I'm trying. I, I, I trying to visualize, you know, other side of a window in glass, a heart that has all the shame and I, and I, but it doesn't seem like there's a separation happening. Right.
Are there other parts that disagree or that are in contention with this shame part? You talked about the numbing part. Other parts that have something to say about all of this? Trying to check in with different parts. trying to, to summarize the feeling, the emotion of when I get back when trying to check in, it's, it's sadness mixed with resignation that mm -hmm. this is just my reality. Yeah. And so the, that part that doesn't want to step back what is it afraid will happen if it does? What's its concern about letting self have some more control? Uh, that was a good question. I, I'm feeling it. It's that it won't make a difference that we always end up back here. Yeah. That makes sense that that's been its experience. So I would just try to send it a message of, of hope that it can be healed. It can, it can feel trusted, trusting and unashamed.
and I, and you know, I get it. If it doesn't, if it doesn't believe that, or if it doesn't, if it's just too much for it right now, I respect that. But I think that's kind of where I would start is just keep trying to see it and keep sending it that message that if it will let you do the work and do the work with the parts and process and understand them, that you can help it. parts before. I also have one more suggestion from a somatic standpoint, um, just because I know that you, that that's something that's worked for you in the past. Um, mm -hmm. So if you'd like to hear that, it's just, I'll just share something from my own personal experience of, of when I'm, when I'm unblending from parts that want to take over. What I do is uh, a breathing exercise where I focus pretty much entirely on exhaling and holding as long as I can after the exhale. And I do that for about two minutes, so about maybe six breaths, and pretty reliably I'm feeling calmer and uh, parts are settling. So I just do like a short inhale and a long, long exhale. And then I just hold for as long as I can. And I repeat that.
Was any of this helpful? You won't no, hurt my feelings I, if you say no. <laughs> no, no. The somatic stuff is generally helpful. Great. One of the realizations that I've come to in that work is that I can I can calm myself down because I have all those tools. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't change the patterns. Right. There still right. has to be something that change, changes the patterns yeah. of belief and and Yeah, I, I I feel the same way. Yeah, I think it actually it can be dangerous. It, it, kind of more I, numbing. I had to learn not, well, I can learn the hard way, right? I I had such success with somatic stuff, mm -hmm. and I believe in it wholeheartedly. But not a successful method of integrating the top down yeah. as well. Yeah. Then, then you do. You're right. You said it exactly right. You you risk just using it as a tool that becomes an addiction just to mm -hmm. go to to numb. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's, it's a, a, a hard one insight. It sounds like, yeah. but yeah, when it comes to just to approaching any parts, you know, that it might be a good, it's a good first step because yeah, when I, you know, when we're talking and, I mean, I can hear it in you. These parts really are, are front and center. And in order to get to that place, um, at least for me, that's a good, that's a good kind of, kind of way in. Yeah. Yeah. Finding that safety window of tolerance and being able to just enough space so that you can listen and ask these parts what's up what can you do for them yeah i just had that when i said the word safety it was like that hit it. something that's something that i keep have continued in the past, the pattern is trying to seek something outside of myself. Yeah. And again, kind of like talking about the somatic stuff, I had some success finding what I thought was safety outside of myself, but it doesn't fix the the internal lack of trust with self and parts, and yeah. and when someone else out externally then breaks trust or whatever that damage is hard because there's not been a change in the internal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sorry that I wasn't able to do, do deeper work with you today. Um, you know, I can refer you to other IFS people who actually are trained or we can, we can try again another time or, um, whatever you'd like so I, I I appreciate it it's a especially here I know we probably need to finish up but this realization towards the end that it can't be just one thing it has to be
a reminder of, you know, even if I have those other tools, they're, they're good for helping to stay in that place of feeling centered and feeling safe starting from there. So that was a reminder that I needed. So this wasn't wasted. Glad to hear it. Yeah. I appreciate it, James. Yeah. I appreciate you giving me a shot and I hope that uh, you feel free to reach out and, and anytime. All right. Thank you very much. Have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. All right, bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self-energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Yvonne, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, and you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments, and the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now, a minute of meditation. Or if you prefer, pull over. You can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.